This is exactly right. Welcome to Do You Need a Ride? This is Chris Fairbanks. And this is Karen Kilgara. We are driving due east on <laughs> Hollywood Boulevard, away from the urine. Is that how you pronounce it? Uh, urine. Urine. Mm-hmm. Away from the smell of urine <laughs> and towards Little Armenia, the place where no one pees. Little Armenia, sponsor of Do You Need a Ride? Little Armenia. <laughs> hey, when you want to get away from that big, huge Armenia and get, get personal... Come on over to Little Armenia. Just because it's littler doesn't mean the dreams aren't big. Little Armenia. Little Armenia, where the eyebrows sure aren't little. (laughs) (laughs) A kiss as racism from Karen right out of the gates as she rounds the corner. It's the urine smell that brings it out of me. Yeah, I know. God, it's hard to be one love jaw rule when (laughs) that pee is wafting. And (laughs) when it's kind of nerdy. To be one love jar rule. <laughs> it is a little bit. Ah, mm-hmm. uh, Rasta. Rasta. Bro, bo, bo. Uh, people really liked our Michelle Balloon episode. Oh, really? We got a lot of feedback about it. Oh, that's. Uh, and thank you for Michelle Balloon on the last episode. Today, we have a very funny guest that we're about to pick up at her dwelling, oh, Lizzie Cooperman. One uh, of my favorites. She is one of my favorites. I've, I mean,. We say that, yeah, but to the individual person, it it applies in a different way. It every seems time. like there Uh-oh. are police up ahead. There is a roadblock. Oh, it looks like there's urine everywhere on the street. Um, or blood, uh, considering there's a guy laying down. No, so let's not let it affect us. We're in a huge city. Did you see a laying down guy? Karen, people die every day. Okay, okay. <laughs> and what happens almost as often as they lay down while peeing? Let's hope it's the latter, or let's hope it's just someone that fell off a ladder. That's the kind of thing, if you tried hard enough, you could convince me that that's a thing men like to do is lay down while they pee. Um, you know what? There's been times, and I'm not kidding, <laughs> where it is the middle of the day. But, you know, I'm, I'm 40. Every once in a while, I have that urgency only reserved for a commercial hosted by Wilford Brimley where I <laughs> must go. When you go, i gonna got to go. you got to go. Right. And you got to have your diabetes oatmeal. <laughs> and I have gotten out of my car and laid on the edge of a curb and peed while laying there, at, pretending I was checking under my car. Wow. That's a creative. Uh, like, no one would question that. No. No, unless they get close and say, hey, can I help you with this? Is that a penis? (laughs) 
Uh, that's the only time. <laughs> and the whole time, are you like, this tire pressure is insane? Oh, yeah. I'm like, ah, oh, damn galvanator valve. <laughs> oh, I knew it was oscillating. I stripped the threads and everything. <laughs> yeah, but no, that's when I'm actually talking about my penis. Oh. <laughs> I have a screw top <laughs> on top. Well, be careful with it. You don't want those threads stripped. No, no. The last thing you want is your penis dip loose. Oh, oh, come on. Oh, come. Come on, my own brain. <laughs> now, if I drive down this street, do you think it's mur- going to be Murder Central? Um, This is the street, right? If we go all the way... No, I think we've passed uh, the Bonnies, which they've obviously let hit the floor. <laughs> do you know the number <laughs> um, that you could give me in some kind of a semaphore signal? Yes, I will uh, simply look at my phone. Maybe if we uh, slow to a cautious speed, I will let you know quickly on this unnamed street mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that the numeric value is, it is. You can just show it to me. Um, so we know. So we're uh, free. It was a famous year of a war. Yes. Oh. Ah, right isn't that curious that's how we stopped? Crazy. That's a lot how that war started. They just ended up there and people started getting bayoneted. <laughs> You've given it away. Uh, that it was the War of 1812? <laughs> ah, well. Too bad that we didn't mention the street. That's right. That's good right. Ooh, good luck if you want to stalk Lizzie. County. I'm going to tell her we're here. Okay. And I did that. Great. And she will reply, and then hilarity will ensue, especially when she's talking. I uh, There's a time where Lizzie was so funny, and it's you can't even hear her voice. We did a uh, music video for this band, Lace Curtains. Yeah. Which is exciting as a as an alternative comic. You feel like a David Cross in a in a AC Newman video. Sure. Um, so we were comics. I was playing a prop comic, and and Lizzie was playing a physical, a Jim Carrey type comic. And so even though the audio was just the song, it was the visual was us performing, and <laughs> she was over the top. The stuff that was coming out of her mouth was just random gibberish. And she would act it out like, I, why are you choking me? Because the hands of God are the holy minister. Let's go to church and not get choked. Blah, blah, blah. And she was like, I, that is kind of what, and it, I was laughing so hard watching her do stand up that made no sense. And the then, best. and then also she, she brought her keyboard. She and she brought an e-board. And there's an e-board in that bag. <laughs> I she did say, and I didn't run it by you, Karen. Will there be room in the trunk for her keyboard? Yes. Yes. I don't know about that e-board though. If you do, you want me to hold your mic? Yeah. And maybe Would you? I will, and I will talk to myself Hi. Um, as you help. Hey, Lizzie. Here, we are uh, getting Lizzie's equipment in the car. Um, sometimes she uses a keyboard, and when she does. Uh, everyone loves it, including me. They are, you can hear the sounds of the, uh, if I adjust, that is the sounds of the loading taking place. And uh, I'm very excited for her to get in the car. It's funny when you are by yourself, the sound of your own voice is, is maddening. Um, so I can't wait for them to get in before I go crazy from the sound of my own voice. Karen is back in. <laughs> And put that on your lapel, uh, if you don't mind me. Right there. Making people think you're wearing a men's tuxedo shirt. Lizzie Cooperman. Lizzie Cooperman. Lizzie Cooperman is in the car. 
There's a microphone. Oh, it's between your legs. You obviously yeah, already that. know about it. She knows it how to work. It is. Oh, great. <laughs> you sound terrific. Oh, thank you. Lizzie Cooperman, ladies and gentlemen. Lizzie Cooperman. Lizzie Cooperman, ladies and gentlemen. Before you got in the car, Lizzie, I was uh, describing the music video you and I both uh, starred in. Oh, that's right. <laughs> and how you were making me laugh, even without your words making sense, which is... Uh, you can't say that for most comics. Likewise. I felt like you knew... I felt like your character was inside of you and before we did that and you didn't even know it. You know, I would agree with that. I, I, I make jokes about prop comics, as do most comics, but once you're holding a Barbie doll with a knife through it, uh, <laughs> you don't know that comedy is about to happen. And then, uh, you know, and then you pull something else so out true. called Michael Where Jackson's Bicycle. this mysterious Bordner's? It is a place that you've probably been before. Oh, really? And in the back is a stage that is beautiful, and there's a fountain. And uh, I was already oh. greeted by security there when I parked my car nearby. Up ahead, try not to look at the... Uh, murders? Murders. Oh, uh, there's murders ahead. We just will avoid them. It's never a good sign when they pull out six flares. <laughs> uh, but we're, yeah, we're about to have a great concert in the back of a... Now, whose show is this that you guys are doing? It is called The Master Cleanse. (laughs) Um, Jason Cox and Glenn Frazier, I believe. Cox and Frazier. Cox and Frazier, the the great team from Arizona, am I right? And a hell of a mid-80s boxing match, if I'm wrong. The Cox and Frazier fight? Yes. When Frazier just dropped Cox? Oh, he dropped Cox (laughs) like it was a bag of warm bread. (laughs) Oh, Oh. Lizzie. Lizzie. Hello. Where are you from originally? I'm from Minneapolis, Minnesota. Uh, Minnesota. I yeah. met you there. Yes, I, I did meet you there. Yeah. That was so, yeah. We, we were kids. We were children. That's the sound of my phone dropping and maybe breaking. Do kids uh, doing comedy together? Or? Um, yeah, I think we met at Acme. We did meet at club. Acme, a club that I find trouble getting work at. How about you? I have not gone back there since I, I'm like, I left and I never turned back. But <laughs> kind of. I haven't been back to Acme at all. You've I been, ran into Lewis Lee once. And is your how's your interaction with him? Do you feel like it's on the tip of his tongue to say, why don't you come back to the club? No. Me either. <laughs> Me either. It was a long time ago, though. And I feel like he's kind of a... a Strong, silent type. He so. is. He carries a big stick. He told me yeah. that he weeps for both of you every night. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. I remember. Um, he he was always very nice to me. Mm-hmm. So we can just conclude yeah. that topic with that. Good idea. Lewis Lee is nice. He's so. Bordner's. It's called Bordner's by Bella. Yes. What but, did someone buy Bordner's? Like by or is it La Poubelle? Borders. I feel like it's like two. La Poubelle is the restaurant that's by the UCB. Yes. Oh, yeah. But it said Bordner's trademark by another place. I just feel like Bordner's has like such a hard sound to it. It's like Bordner's. Yeah. It like, sounds like a dog who like lived too long or like a very like <laughs> Bordner. A dog of you too like long. had. We've had Bordner. <laughs> Longer than we've had Grandma. Bordner <laughs> like, sure is starting to smell. Yeah, Bordner. Well, he's 78. Bella. <laughs> Bella's the puppy we got that we're going to replace Bordner with that when he yeah. hopefully dies. Soon. I remember as a boy when I first went goose hunting with Bordner. He was so filled with energy, bounding Bordner. energy. 
That was the 1800s. Yes, yes. Back, it was the year I was the boy and the wearer of the red fern grows. This uh, is such a luxury being in someone else's car. Isn't that nice? In your car. And, you know, yeah. yeah. You're being chauffeured, okay. essentially. I that- am. I feel like Jessica Tandy right now. <laughs> Do you guys mind if I put in some earphones? <laughs> I was going to get an Uber today. I was like, maybe I'll just Uber to where I'm going. And then I had that kind of, like, guilt, like... What if I'm sitting in the back and I need my time? Like, I was having boundary issues with the idea of getting into the... Of an Uber? Oh, really? Do you not take Ubers often? I do, but sometimes I get stressed over the relationship. (laughs) And there will be a relationship. And there will be. It will be forced upon you. And it will involve cologne. And it will involve cologne. And sometimes you tap it and it goes to the wrong location accidentally. And then when the person picks you up, they're like, I was waiting for 30 minutes at 1232 Hobart or whatever. And And you're like, baby, baby, forgive me. (laughs) (laughs) This is no way to start our relationship. It's out of anger. (laughs) So how long have you been doing comedy and then also driving an Uber? It seems like every (laughs) Uber driver is a comic I haven't met. Is that true? Yeah. That's what they say. Every Uber driver is just a comic you haven't met yet. What do you do? Uh, Hesitantly, I'll say, oh, I'm a comic. And they usually go, oh, me too. I never say I'm a comic when someone asks me what I do. Third grade teacher. No one wants to hear about it. The conversation is over. I say magazine illustrator. What do you say, Lizzie? I'm pretty honest about, about it. Yeah. Lizzie. I don't know. I feel like it's the only thing I have to hold on to. Like, I don't have anything else. And so I'm you're like, just ready you for that, that uh, the conversation that comes after that of what kind do you do? Oh, yeah. Can you give me an example? Yeah, yes. I don't like that conversation. When, that you, when they say, let me hear a joke, do you do your entire frog on a lily pad bit? Oh, my God. I, I'm like, do you have 12 minutes and 34 seconds? Do you, do you ever do go, go, morongo in the back of an Uber? That's when I first oh. met Lizzie was when I very first started doing stand-up again, uh, which was very upsetting to, to me in my hot house flower um, demeanor. Uh-huh. And uh, she, it was out at Highways, remember in Santa Monica? Oh, yes. I knew no one there. I knew the guy that invited me to do the show asked me on Facebook. So I knew absolutely no one or nothing about the show. Yes. And Lizzie was like an example of a young girl in comedy who's having a great time where I was like, oh, I remember this. Like, it was oh, really, God. it was really funny. But no, I'm you like, were so I, please nice. Please tell me I was having a great time. You were. <laughs> and there was another girl okay. that you knew there that you were friends with. And the two of you were super nice and really like... Uh, conversational and stuff but then when I watched you do your set it just killed me you were killing me so horribly because you were singing go go morongo and (laughs) yelling at people about different stuff it was really (laughs) thank you Thank you so much. Sounds like really was Lizzie was really shoving it in your face, huh? She was quite the showboater (laughs) back then. How did you guys come up with this idea for this show? I believe Karen thought of it. Well, we were we were we had a bunch of different ideas we just knew we wanted to do a podcast together and we were just trying to figure out we just kept talking about what we didn't like about podcasts like how to make it oh something that was different or that would be interesting and we were driving around somewhere i i can't remember it was a several step process did you ever see six degrees of separation Mm -hmm. yes we were thinking of all the reasons we couldn't make a film out of the musical cast (laughs) and that's when we realized we could (laughs) 
And then we went ahead and ignored all those reasons. And um, the only thing different from a normal podcast is we're in a vehicle, right? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. Right. and yeah. that and that we riff well together. Well, and I think people do like when comedians talk about doing comedy. I think people like that. A certain type of person mm. likes that. So the yeah. type of person listening. Thank you for being Hi. that person. Hi. Hi, how are you out there? Hi. <laughs> um, Hi. 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 Yeah. Let's Hi. Just say Hi. <laughs> Hi. Hi, guys. We were going to do a drive time morning radio podcast. That would have taken a lot of work. I remember you getting super excited about that and like me getting excited conceptually, but then immediately thinking of all the like work. Sitting in front of an old fashioned Stephen J. Cannell typewriter, having to type, type, type all day. And I was it, like, this sucks. And ripping out the paper and going with your mouth. <laughs> bam, bam, yeah. bam, then as it like, slowly settles to the. Know what I'm talking about? Good night, Mr. Rivera's. <laughs> Good dog, Ubu. Sit. <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Thank you. All of them. You're welcome. Um, so, Karen, we watched this, the. I almost said the Super Bowl together. We watched the Oscars <laughs> we together. We did, yes. Which is and the Super Bowl of acting. <laughs> the Super Bowl of acting. And I remember we were really upset by the backdrop, like the set. We were like, this is the worst set. It looks like a bunch of broken can openers. <laughs> and we were feeling it so passionately that night. Yeah. Chris, we I don't remember, don't know if you remember the set. Uh, well, yes, because it was like, it started off with the, they always have this Forvalski crystal shit. But then they, had, it was like they tripled down and put... Wasn't it hanging Oscars all, all in all yeah. different directions? It was just like too many ideas. It looked like a junk drawer. Yeah, it and was crazy. The next day I went into work. I'm like, guys, we have to do something about the set. And no one else noticed. <laughs> I was like, oh, <laughs> oh shoot. That night it seemed like it was the only thing that people would be talking about. Yeah, it was so obnoxious. <laughs> like, looks, yeah. I liked when, um, I can't remember if it was you or Georgia. When the woman they won the Oscar for documentary about suicide, and then <laughs> the woman who was accepting said, "It's time to start the dialogue about suicide." Oh, was that you? She I goes, think right Georgia. Now. I think maybe it was Georgia. Oh, it was Georgia. She goes right now. <laughs> right now. <laughs> it was. We were laughing. It's so. never a bad time to talk about suicide, and it's never a bad time to recap jokes you told at an Oscar party. <laughs> right. That's what I meant to say. <laughs> But we did have a good time. I don't... I'm. Am I not cool? I, do, I don't think I've been invited to an Oscar party. Do I just... Do you guys... And be honest. Does it seem like I'm someone that just doesn't keep up with movies? Um. Well, you do seem like a skateboarder. Yeah, I am a kind of skatey. Ooh, I wonder who's doing the handrail here at Hollywood High. See that? You're always talking about that. Yeah. Uh, I, have I you would, done the handrail here? <clears throat> no. I mean, look at it. It's 20 <laughs> stairs long. Kids... Just leap onto that handrail and slide down. Ooh. Would you do that? Would someone do that on a skateboard? Oh, many kids can do that now. No, that's too long. There was a time, the time when I would think about doing that and probably would not have, unless it was maybe a standard board. No, it's too long and scary. It's so long. And, uh, yeah, there's kids that just do it willy-nilly. Wow. I I mean... And now, are they the ones that don't really have parents? Is that why kids get good at skateboarding? I am so offended. Really? No. Uh I mean, you have to have someone that says, hey, it's okay if you wander around the streets whenever, often enough to where you get good at it. Yes, you're right. There is a direct link to latchkey parenting. Yeah, okay. And being good at skateboarding. Just feel a little... Maybe it's like it's a working single mom who's doing her best, but she just can't be there. Hey, you just described Lynn Fairbanks, (laughs) my mother. 
She and tried. She did. She tried. Her parents impressed. Was she impressed by skateboarding, or was she like? I like that she was, and oh. she would watch me in front of the house. And then when I would get arrested or get a ticket, <laughs> she worked at city hall, and she would go and yell at the cops. Nice. And uh, she said, "Well, build a skate park." Oh. And uh, yeah, my wow, mom was one of the first motherly voices saying, "Build these kids a skate park," which I always appreciate. And did they? They did eventually. They did eventually, but that was by the then. Then I was already arthritic, and I was just behind the scenes <laughs> helping, helping with yes, helping with fundraising and, and clerical work. Now, Lizzie, <laughs> when you were a teen, how, how did you rebel? Uh, Scotchgard. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I inhaled Scotchgard. <laughs> And I grew up, like, by a lake, and my friends and I would go in the cabinet and take whatever said, do not inhale, and then we would spray it on a sock. No. Yeah, and then go out on the lake. We always brought, like, shampoo. We were like, let's get high and wash our hair. <laughs> you, would, you would huff yeah. Scotch Guard and wash your hair. Uh-huh. Yeah, um. on the lake in Minnesota. So I did that. Did what anyone it? get I brain also... damage from that? I mean, that's why it feels good. It's your good brain question. being damaged. Yeah. Everything, everybody came through okay? Yeah. I okay, think good. you came out okay, Lizzie. Yeah, yeah I, think did. I, did. I think I did. I think I did. Whose idea was it? Um, <laughs> it is funny that you... Um, my friend Michelle. I had a friend named Michelle who was kind of like the ringleader. Yeah. <laughs> nice. But, um, Here's so to Michelle and that. all the Michelles out there. What's the Scotch Guard high? I kind high? of like rebelled out of... What? Oh, I'm sorry. What, oh, what? no, it's very... I only said two things when I did it. Over, I'd be like, I can't even see it but red. I can't even see it but red. Or I'd say, everything is rewinding. Everything is rewinding. Wow. So <laughs> I didn't do it all the time. I, I feel like I'm exaggerating. But even just doing... It's something that... Even just the metaphor of it, like if you do it a couple times, it feels like you were really like involved. <laughs> I bet. So it's not for the most... me, someone who was always like, "No, I can't run for president." <laughs> <laughs> that was like always the threat. My sister used to always say that. I would be worried that the threat is, along with making them uh, kind of waterproof, it, it doing coating your lungs with because yeah. the Scotchgard just. It it, it waterproofs shoes. Oh my god! Yeah. What is god. it doing to your you know lungs? What? I never. Yeah. I would. I'm too paranoid to uh, just grab whatever no, says "do I'm not so inhale." Paranoid now. I used to not be that way. Well, because you're young and you kind of think, yeah. If it's Michelle's idea, everything's cool. Yeah, I'm watching them do it. I think yeah. I was the last also to join in on that. I. You know what? I always was. I. I would not succumb to peer pressure until the last minute, and then I would go farther than anyone <laughs> did oh with it. On uh, the right here is where I parked my car. If you don't mind, I want to look at that sign. It says Thursday, Friday, Saturday, 8 p.m. You can't be there, but it's Sunday, it's so Sunday. I can be there. Okay, oh. I'm not worried about it yeah, anymore. you shouldn't be. I I, all I, the rules are off on Sunday. I, I was, until, yeah, unless unless uh, you're talking about the eyes of God. The oh. rules are on. <laughs> Lizzie, you're very Christian, aren't you? No. No, I didn't oh. think so. I, oh. I asked the opposite of a, of a question. <laughs> You like to ask no questions. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Were you, you ever? To, did what? Did you ever go to church? No, I'm Jewish, so my family went to. But there's churches. Yes, we went to a synagogue. <laughs> I actually did go to church. I went to, and I went with a friend. I was interested in the Mormon religion. I had a Mormon friend, and I went with her a couple times at like 5 a.m. 
Ooh. to their. Did you go I think because it was called seminary? It's oh yeah yeah that I think you're right about that. Didn't did you go because it seemed like all your Mormon friends were happy and had big happy families? Yes. Yes. And yeah. I kind of didn't understand it. They were nice, but they were like, "This is Lizzie. She's Jewish." Like, <laughs> Ooh. It's like You're... a very friendly Minnesota, but yeah. And then when? What did they do we had when a lot they? Of Mormon people at my high school, actually. Oh, really? Yeah. Really? In Minneapolis? Mm-hmm. Huh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Indeed, we did. <laughs> After you announce your, because I've I've told this story before, but I was welcomed into a into a Mormon household and then I used the Lord's name in vain and I had to leave and they had trampolines and trapeze and ropes and and then I was so excited to play on them and then I said Jesus Christ when a kid was swinging on a rope and they asked and they I, I either had to sit or I had to leave is that what happened when you announced oh you were Jewish <laughs> no. well good it's about they boundaries. asked you to leave. One time I, someone asked me to leave their house for saying the F word. <laughs> really? And I dropped a maraca. Oh. I used to swear. My dad swore a lot, so I just picked up <laughs> dropped, his language. You dropped a maraca. How old were you when you said the F word? I dropped a maraca, and I was like, <laughs> I, I think I was like six or seven. Did, yes. I was hoping you <laughs> yeah. dropped it because you just wanted to leave in a, with a musical punch. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, that's so, so not an aggressive F word. If it's me punishing myself, you know? Yeah. Like, I was really just mad at myself. I wasn't like, you're cheap maraca. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you dropped them. You so, said fuck because yeah. you dropped the maraca. I dropped it and it broke. Oh, wow. I thought I wanted like, you to say fuck and then fling a maraca across <laughs> the room. <laughs> and they get upset and it's like, hey, don't, don't try don't and... Don't bring your Latina shit up in here. <laughs> yeah. Take your penciled-in eyebrows elsewhere. <laughs> I, uh, for some reason, that makes me think of the one time that really stands out when I got in trouble as, as like, a seven-year-old. I was sitting... <laughs> we were watching, like, a horse training or something at the county fair, which we used to go to. It's fun to watch Where them do, do that. In Northern California. And we were in 4-H, so we would go and stay at the fair for the week and show sheep and do shit. Um, what did you I show this? You were actually in 4-H. I always felt like that was just like an imaginary, like something no. in books. No, it's real. <laughs> it's super real. It's real country. Um, you would take your sheep that you raised and you'd bring them into a ring, and then the farmers would come and um, and uh, they would auction off the sheep. And you know, if you raised it well, you got first place. You raised how hands on were you? They would shame you. Yeah, that's oh yeah. Um, Oh sheep shaming. I had to raise. I had to get up every morning and run it and feed it and water them and do it after school. And we were like uh, free um, manual labor at my aunt and uncle's ranch, which was next door to our house. So we'd go there every day after school. And then just do stuff. I did not know. So you had access to all those animals? Yes. Yeah. And that's why I don't care about animals that much. Because, like, when people get so crazy about, like, animal rights or, like, burst into tears, Mm -hmm. it's so funny to me. Because I grew up with, like, people being like, hey, should I go out and shoot some of those cats? That was, like, a constant conversation at at my aunt's house. (laughs) I think. Who's going to shoot those cats? Oh, my God. Did, what were the cats doing? And there are just too many of them. Yeah, you, they would just end up being 25 cats all of a sudden. And so they'd have to get rid of some. It was pretty dark. but That uh, is the darkest. I love cats, Karen. I uh, know. I do too. But, like, I guess it, it, 
when I was growing up, it just wasn't, nothing was very romanticized. It was like, you were raising sheep, but you were raising them to eat them. You were raising cows, but, you know. When I saw the show Hoarders for the first time, I was, or as I watched that show, I found myself liking cats less. <laughs> but just because they were portrayed in such a garbagey, like, <laughs> yep. way. And I was like, this is, it's not the cat's fault, but maybe something in me identified with the, like... Poorly. You were you were holding it against the cats. Yeah, it was like I saw myself in the cat and therefore despised. Because why the cats get into like the crap and like burrow in there and live in there? Or they just kind of are coming out of nowhere with like crust on their faces and like (laughs) yeah. You just don't know. It's kind of like they're crawling out of the unknown a little bit. And I love cats and I and I defend them all the time. But when I got the bit of news about their urine being like a addictive uh, chemical to cat owners, the (gasps) really what? Yeah, it's like it's bad for you, but it's also there's something about about it your body gets that's why people become crazy cat ladies or crazy cat men it's they it's they whether they know it or not are addicted to the urea oh, wow. someone could look that up and and uh but i do i've dropped some facts about cat urine in the past one of them being when it hurts for them to pee it's because they have a some kind of a pain and so they pee throughout the house that that i know when a cat's like why'd you pee on my bed they'll be like because my little weird red cat dick hurts but if you, you know, if they do it enough, turns out you uh, you start to like it. On that a, is on a, so interesting. It's yeah. disgusting. It's whole, really oh, upsetting to me. I'm of... sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's gross. As if people need another reason to not like cats more. Yeah, you're the one spreading it. I know. Well, it's part of my weird platform. I want people to like cats more. But first, I'm going to horrify you with little facts. Uh, did you ever have a cat, Lizzie? Yeah, I had a cat growing up. Um, he was an actor. His name <laughs> was Tabitha, and he was like in a play with my sister. A boy cat named Tabitha. Yeah. Carry on. He was, his name was Tabitha in the play. Uh huh. So we kept, and I guess he was biting people. So my sister brought him home, and he was our cat. During the performance, or just like in the green room and like stuff. Like the actor, like yeah. he just wasn't like the actor they had hoped he would be. It's like I don't know how <laughs> the new cat. I don't know. How they got him to like sit on the desk while Beatrix Potter summons the other all the other animals. Whatever. And what what was this a production of? Oh, Please, uh, Beatrix cats. Potter's Christmas. Oh, okay. So, which which is a play already? Yes. Oh, okay, I didn't. Yeah, so my sister... You said, please say cats. Like, they would... It's all humans dressed up as cats. And then the one real cat they hired, they took a chance. That's so true. <laughs> they were all... The, everyone else was dressed as an animal. <laughs> I, um... One of the yeah. places one of my cats was euthanized in Missoula was a place uh. called Cats on Broadway. <laughs> and, no! Yeah, and it had a... There was, like, piano keys and cameras and, like like, famous cats come here to... You know, have a finger put in them for testing, or maybe put down. Uh, but they—they—it's they, as famous as they can get. Is oh to be God. a cats on Broadway. Horrible. <laughs> it is. It is they horrible. Shot cats of the cats. And because, like, most people are at the vet, something bad has happened to their cat. Right. So they don't want. You don't necessarily want a theme while you're there. It's just. I think it was a theme for the sign. It's like cat. They aren't going to be wearing top hats, and there won't be piano playing. But <laughs> the sign did suggest that that they you bring them in and they just put a top hat on your cat, which 
I mean, if we all stop and think about our favorite cat growing up wearing a top hat, I think it makes us all happy. It's pretty great. Yeah. I mean, I won't deny that. So you didn't have pets even though you worked on the farm? Oh, no, we have, like, um, we did have dogs and cats and stuff, but we just weren't, like, I don't know. Farm people are very, uh, it's almost like they're their um, employees as well. Mm. Like you have to do your part. You oh, can't yeah. just you can't just hang out as a cat and get free food. That won't that won't fly. No. Your Not cat with farm people. No. Cats have to pull the, just like anyone on a ranch, you gotta do your your portion of the work. And even if that's to empty a saucer. Are you a milk. fan of the movie Babe? I love that movie. I do like Me too. wait, Babe uh, Colon, a pig in the city, or just the okay. original? I wasn't. As, <laughs> I wasn't too. as thrilled with Pig in the City. That was crazy. It was with that ho- rundown hotel and the. That's yeah. talk about dark. That was a dark movie. That was. Yeah, a pig has no reason to be in the city, and it's only dangerous. Yeah, its little hooves on the sidewalk. Now was was Babe one of those? I can't remember right now if they computer animated his mouth and lips when he talked or if they just mm-hmm. put some peanut butter in there and had him chew away. <laughs> oh, no, it wasn't like the I like Mr. that you Ed. know the trick of how to get a pig to look like it's talking. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Did they do the old mm-hmm. peanut butter on the Well, it's it was there was a there was a point in dog and cat food commercials where, you know, you would that is what they did. The dog would be like, "I want some kibbles and bits," but his tongue is He's obviously licking the inside of his mouth because some, uh, you know, first AD put some peanut butter in there. And then after a while, they just started computer animating the lips and something was lost, I felt. This is bad. Yeah. Move out of the way. God, every BMW driver has to be the same, don't they? (sighs) Uh. Um, Lizzie, do you know what your set is going to be tonight? Yes. Um, I actually thought about it a little bit. There's a joke... I keep doing this where I'll have a show and I'll be like, I have to do that one joke and I don't do it. Why do you think you don't do it? It's just not there in my brain yet. Mm-hmm. It doesn't appear, like, it, there's nowhere for it to naturally go, so my brain just doesn't go there, even and though I have it written down, like, right in front of me. Do you want to say it out loud right now for the, our audience? Do you audience? want me to? Yeah. <laughs> yes. No, you don't. <laughs> yes. And okay. do it, like, full bore, like, as really? if you're okay. on stage. Yeah. Really? It's yes. pretty big. It'll be... Uh, be weird. as big as you want. Wait, now I'm really overselling it. <laughs> Guys, this is big. This is going okay. to be amazing. Okay, this is it. A lot of girls like to look good when they see their ex. I like to look like I just crawled out of a junkyard. Like, if it's, especially if he's with his friends, because then I can go, Yeah, me and Tyler, we used to do it. We did it all the time. We did it everywhere. You couldn't keep his hands off of me. One time we did it on the top of a stack of empty tuna fish cans. Is that right, Tyler? Wait, guys, it's gonna be so much better. Please delete, delete. I no, I love that. Yeah, it, we did it. We did it all the time. We did it everywhere. It's a physical bet. I see. I can only imagine right. the gesticulation. Well, why don't I just do the rest of my set since I'm already here? <laughs> just get it going. No. Got it. I love it. Strike it. Strike it in post. It started. It started right where you ended with your uh, fear of cats that live in a hoarder house. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah. On top. Yeah. And it turns Um, out you're a cat. So let me do that. Okay. Um, I also have a joke about horny goat weed. 
<laughs> Are you familiar with that product? I, I am. It, what does it do? Does it's it? an aphrodisiac that they sell at the grocery store. Wait, it and really? And it's always in like a black packet with like neon green font. Is that what the horny stands for? Yeah. It. I thought it was something else. I thought it was for kidney health or something. Oh. Gross. My mom Wait took horny goat weed. Hold on. Is it? Are you thinking of St. John's wort? No, no. That okay. I thought was for warts. Chris, you might be right, and I may have just always made that assumption. I wonder if... No, I don't... I think you're right. The more I think about it, you know, when I've... Uh, on a night, I'm in a in a Walgreens, and I feel lonely, and I want to get a Extends pill or something. <laughs> I think more often than not, it's ginseng and, and the goat of horny weed. The horny goat of weeds. What? I think so. You're right. Are you performing tonight, Karen? No, I'm just dropping off. You are. Mm -hmm. What are you? What is the rest of your night going to look like? My why my night? (laughs) Uh, God, I hate to think of it. I hate. (laughs) (laughs) What is in your Netflix queue right now? Yeah, it's um. Well, I lost my ATM card last week, so now I can't get anything on Apple TV or. Or, and the last time I tried to look, it wouldn't let me look at even, it wouldn't let me use Apple TV because my, it basically said my card doesn't work. Oh, because you you're mean? waiting for a new card. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You have to, I'm, when I get the new card, I'm going to reprogram it. And I whatever, hate that financial purgatory. They do not let you slide for one day. It's no. like they know the second they don't have that tap on your money. So, wow. It seems like that Netflix is only in it for the money. Uh, yeah, I mean, a lot of those businesses are. Yes. <laughs> it seems like... The smarter ones. <laughs> the ones that work. Um, but, uh, so it'll probably be watching some whatever's on TV. TV, Probably looking too much at Twitter. Are you a Twin Peaks fan? I did like it a lot. I, not to watch again, though. Okay. I liked it the, ex- the experience I had the first time. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think I've tried to watch it again a couple times and just got really... Uh, frustrated. They're bringing that back, right? No, they. I think they said they're oh. not going to now because David Lynch wouldn't oh, be attached. Right. Oh, right. I, I went to a um, transcendental meditation workshop last week. What is that? Talk about that. David Lynch is a big supporter. Is the word is the word proponent? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Of transcendental meditation, it's basically they talk about how you they give you a mantra, uh-huh. and then. You work with an instructor. It's kind of a traditional... There's something about it that they want you to work one-on-one with someone to make sure you're doing it correctly, and then supposedly you reach a state of pure consciousness. Oh. Is this a thing where you exit your body, sort of, or no? No. Okay, good. I don't like that. You don't exit your body. I think you go deeper into your brain. Oh, I don't Um, even like that either. But Yeah, there is something about going into a part of your brain that you've never that you never didn't know about previously mm-hmm. that scares me yeah I don't know why it just I like sh- reminds me of like swimming in the like the dark <laughs> like or Lex Luthor's pool <laughs> uh, but it's good uh, the limited amount of meditation that I've done that idea that you are just trying to put a little bit of space between your thoughts like yeah. that someone told me that would that should be the goal. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, just like, because you know how you're, it's just constant this, 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 like your brain is constantly serving yes. you up a bunch of crap. If you can just get it quiet for three seconds in between thoughts and then you're trying to make that space bigger, 
that's how I mm-hmm. looked at it and like it. But you know, I that don't might know. not be the same kind. But Lizzie, have you do you, you have friends that do this uh, ayahuasca thing where it's like that's, but it's a drug. You take a drug, but there's a shaman, which is the only reassuring thing about it is there's someone there that is traditional and trained in in going with really? you. Really, I didn't know that. I yeah. just thought it was like. The first time I heard about ayahuasca, I was like, what? Like, I couldn't wrap my head around Me either. Yeah, yeah. Like, tree sap, and then... <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. But I've the, never... I've, I have very little experience with drugs. Oh, you, you've never done... Uh, scratch guard is where you talk Yeah, scratch guard's where you talk Only household. I like it. In the house. <laughs> Keep it in the house. <laughs> Domestic drugs, if you will. Yeah. Do you like transcendental meditation? Is that like a thing that you're, you're doing I, these I'm days? thinking about doing... I'm thinking about going... Because you have to commit to it. Like, it's kind of expensive, and then you do four days. In a, it has to be in a row of training. And I feel like I would like... To do something like that, or learn French. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I'm just kind of in a place where I feel like I need. Is it the summer of your senior year? Enhance my existence. Yeah, <laughs> it is the summer of my senior year. Do you speak any foreign languages, either of you? Uh, no, Mm-mm. and I do mean no in Spanish. <laughs> I took French for two years in high school, so I can like. Kind of put a couple words together, but not in any real way. You have to stick with it, in my experience, or it just disappears. Because I took two years in college, which um, is more... I'm trumping your two years in high school. You sure are. Yeah, I really am. And uh, (laughs) it totally escaped me, unless... Unless you're around people and you have to, out of necessity. If you're put in a situation where you needed to use it, you would probably remember you're more right. than you. I was in Costa Rica for like 10 days, and it was a surf trip, and a, a floating log hurt my ankle almost immediately, and so I didn't have much to do. <laughs> a log in a wave, not just a log floating, and, oh I, and I was, God, I started kicking it or something. That, that would be crazy. A log came towards me, hit my foot, and I was like, well, I guess I'm just in Costa Rica during the rainy season. But the guys that watched over the house all year round where we stayed, they wanted to learn English, and they were just picking stuff up, like saying what it is in Spanish. And uh, I feel like this log story should helped. end in a really metaphorically beautiful way. <laughs> what happened with the... The log went on. The log uh, went on. The log floated on, and so did I. And I think about that log um, every day. See how's that, that? How's that, Lizzie? Is that how's the that? I love it. It was. Yeah, I could have done yeah, better. Yeah, that was beautiful. There's times. Did I'd... you toss a necklace around the neck of the log? Is it? I lit a candle and Goodbye, put it. brother. And put it in a bag, and I floated it off with the log like oh. a like a funeral from Karate Kid. <laughs> Karen, if someone said that in 15 minutes, uh huh, you could choose to be flown. To Fiji, mm-hmm. with only the stuff that you have in your car, mm-hmm. and you'd stay for three days, all expenses paid, and then come back in three days. Would you do it? Hell yes. Yeah, me I, too. Fiji is one of those places too, where like I always see those pictures on, like say a screensaver or something, where it's the um, oh. little, it, it's the cabins that are out over the water. There's like a long walking pier, and then there's like a little hut out over like bright blue water that's usually Fiji 
And that's, I would love to go to that. I would love to, I'll even amend it and say, even if it wasn't all expenses paid, I'd go. That would be such a good travel business to have it based on screensavers. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, right? Do you want to go here? (laughs) Like, be like, well, what do you have on your screensaver? Which of these screensavers? Oh no, the rainforest. (laughs) I'm going to get, I'm going to get bitten by a spider. I feel like I didn't give you a or for that hypothetical Oh, did I answer too quickly? Oh, right. Or. (laughs) No, but I just realized, I was like, yeah, that was a pretty. Or go fuck yourself. It was like, or you can only. (laughs) (laughs) But all you can eat when you're there is (laughs) Chick-fil-A. None of this is a problem. All of this is a dream vacation. What about you? Where's the one place you would, because you actually weirdly chose my one, like, tropical destination that I would love to go to. What's yours? And I I'm like patting myself on the back. I'm like, and I never even think about Fiji. Um, never once before have we discussed it. Not even on Oscar night. I think, I think right now, I would like to go to Greece. Mm. I heard Greece is amazing. I'm not sure where in Greece. I just where all the white feel like buildings are. I need are. something kind of blue and spacious right mm-hmm. now. Did you ever see the movie Summer Lovers? No. It's from the '80s. You probably wouldn't have. It's the first dirty movie I ever saw with my cousin Nancy on, like, some late-night HBO. And it the whole thing takes place in this beautiful little village right on the water in Greece. And it's Daryl Hannah and Peter Gallagher and then some French lady. God, uh, I love Daryl Hannah. They end up having, like, a three-way... It's super like softcore, kind of dirty, and it, that might just—it might just tide do, you over. Who oh does Daryl, Hannah, Peter Gallagher, and his eyebrows? Uh, Who's the third? Oh, a, a French lady that's oh, never the French been lady. seen again. I forgot. Daryl, Hannah. I Ooh, think also had her. a threesome in Clan of the Cave Bear. If <laughs> I <didn't remember. laughs> Clan of the Cave. Bear. That was like bear. the first time I ever saw sex, and I was like, "What are they doing to her?" <laughs> yeah, it was. Uh, that, if I'm not mistaken, that's one of the early movies where it's okay to watch, and it, there's like, it's rape. There's rape in it. Yes, because they're basically cave people. Yes, it was. It was a sign of the times. My dad said when I cried and wanted it turned off. <laughs> That's just how they did it back then, son. Keep honey, your eyes open, honey. What was the Kevin Costner movie? Um, Dances with Wolves. Dances with Wolves, yeah. I remember expecting more of that in Dances with Wolves and not getting it. Yeah, not... (laughs) (laughs) Not getting what you bargained for. Why are these wolves not raping Kevin? (laughs) They're just dancing. (laughs) I don't don't think I've ever watched that. Here's a little known fact about me. Not a Costner fan. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, I feel that when he acts, there's a dead look in his eye. One of my favorite things my dad's ever said to me was, I love that Kevin Costner, but I sure don't believe it when he says anything in a movie. <laughs> I was like... Oh, that's great. That's, that's perfect, that's actually. Acting, that's what I'm saying. Yes. Yeah, he is likable somehow. Yeah. But when he's mm-hmm. talking, it's like, oh, I don't believe he's, he's in ambitious. this... Think about Waterworld. Oh, yeah. He's like a crazy money like man big. that really believes he should be in the movie when he mm. absolutely should not be. I wish I were more like that. I don't even put myself like in a web. <laughs> I'm like, oh, we'll cast someone who looks like. No. Yeah, you gotta Costner it up a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I could use some of that. Um, okay. When I talked to the guy that put that is uh, running the show, Lizzie, he said that you requested going up first. Is that correct? No. Oh. <laughs> well, that yeah. I said well. Um, it, I I have a feeling she won't be going up first. 
because you that, guys are. That's just, just the feeling. Oh, that's ten minutes fast. Yeah. Well, certainly, we're four minutes into our set. If 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 we were if she's going first, but you aren't going first. Well, Let's all I have to cut is that one junkyard joke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and you'll we be used right to up do it. it. I love. I'm, I'm going to say it until it's funny. We did it all the time. We did it everywhere. <laughs> I think I definitely <laughs> think you should keep on a on a pile of empty tuna cans, please. Okay. Yes, please. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this um, you has paint been pictures. So lovely. I know. Lizzie. Thank you so much for having me. Of and course. It was such a wonderfully smooth ride. Was it? Isn't yeah. Karen a good driver? Mm-hmm. A very Thanks. calming. Thank you. It is a completely different podcast, Lizzie. When I'm driving, is it? It's chaotic. <laughs> Uh, everyone's thoughts are disjointed <laughs> because we're interrupted with me having outbursts and just everyone uh, mutually feeling like we're going to die because I can't multitask and Karen is, is very good at Well, you know what it is, driving guys, and if you want to know my secret. Yeah? What is it? Please tell me. Maybe I can learn. Well, here's the thing. In Los Angeles, you don't really have to pay attention when you're driving because everyone around you will drive for you. So you can just, oh like, you know what I mean? You don't have to, like, gas it to get to a red light. It's You're always coming up to a red light. Don't hit the gas unless you have a big, wide-open space in front of you. So you just treat it like you're a fish floating with a school of fish yes. in a... That in is a, the most zen approach to driving. It's just kind of glide around. Don't don't be in a hurry. You can make driving sound calming. It's pretty great. You don't even need to learn stuff. how to transcendentally <laughs> meditate. <coughs> yeah, I don't. I'm well, beyond all of it. Well, transcendentally, that, uh, spe- I don't know, I tried to, uh, incidentally, whatever. Words are fun, and it's fun to mess with them or ruin them. You should have just gone with it. I Try it again, and this time believe, Costner style. Well, transcendentally, that brings us to the end of this podcast, <laughs> incidentally. Damn it, I d- ruined it again. Oh, nuts. We see the g- glowing lights of Bordner's uh, right near Hollywood Boulevard, which I think tonight we're going to know why when the mayor of Hollywood uh, taps Lizzie and I both on the shoulder after our sets and says, hey, guess what? What? You two are going to have mansions. <laughs> and then walks away and realize, we realize he's got leaves in his hair and, and no, like, no pants. There's no mayor of Hollywood. Where? I thought it was a funny that his his business card was written in crayon. <laughs> um, well, have a go. Oh, Lizzie, yeah. plug. Do you have things to plug? Are yes. there appearances you're making or uh, things you're doing? You doing? I know you're a writer on The Soup, which people yeah. should know about you. We should have said that first. I work on the, yeah, I do the online stuff at The Soup. I'm doing Bridgetown with you, actually. Yay! And me. And Chris. You're doing it, too. Yes, yes. Yeah. Oh, nice. Let's redo what we're doing right now, okay. but up there in a different city. So it's like a new experience. Yep. Oh, God. I would love that. I would. Okay, guys. And then... I thought she was going to say no. <laughs> I go, oh, God. Oh, God. No, actually, I felt like I just had a general moment of, oh, God. And then I tar- <laughs> tried to turn it into a sentence. Well, that's what that's the that's the feeling that Portland in your future gives you. Um, and oh. then I have general an Instagram. General feeling of, oh, God. What's your Instagram it's handle? It's called Avant Grom. It's A-V-A-N-T underscore... G-R-A-M What's And that? I make like Little avant-garde movies I'm, nice. I didn't know that Yeah I'm That's gonna, great I'm gonna uh, Click add right now I would love that Are they black and white? They are not I have not done A black and white one yet I need to watch them I would love that Are you gonna watch them Even though they're not Black and white? Well I don't have Instagram But I'm gonna I'm gonna do some work I'm gonna I'm you should suss yeah. around And see Maybe we'll pull Georgia Hardstark in And <laughs> she, she can hook me up <laughs> She's um, in one of them, actually. Is she really? Yeah, she's... 
Yeah, she's great. She looks like Louise Brooks. She does. So she should be in it. Oh, wow. Uh, I'm going to look up who Louise Brooks is. She's a great, the great, the first great Bob of, oh. our, of our time. Ah, yes. Guys, this has been incredible. It has been Lovely. incredible. You go, you go meet your friend for dinner. I'm going to go and do a comedy concert with Lizzie. And um, Lizzie, thanks for being on our program. Thank you so much for having me. You've been listening to Do You Need a Ride? D-Y-N-A-R! D-Y-N-A-R!